Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, John Gletch. I'm a real estate agent and team leader. We sell a couple hundred homes a year in Arizona and San Diego, and I live full-time in San Diego. My passion is helping real estate agents create greater levels of freedom by building, growing, and scaling their businesses and teams. And welcome to episode three. In this episode, I'm actually going to include a podcast I did with Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton. In this, I get interviewed by them and I talk a lot about uh, what we do to run a team remotely, how I've built my business, a little bit of my story along the way. And uh, I think it'll be real valuable for you. I give you a lot of actionable tips in this one. So let's join in on their podcast. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast where Phil Sexton and Jeff Seabach are talking about ways that we can put the consumer first in real estate, which we feel is going to be the next or the current big wave. And we do things on this show like sometimes we bring real life stories from the road. Sometimes we bring Jeff Seabach negotiation stories from the living room. And other times we bring industry leaders from around the country to join us and share what they're doing to run their teams and have industry leaders. Because it would be coaching. boring if it was just all just us all the time. We got a, a, we a rock talk star. We, we can talk to the mirror all day long, yes. but other people <laughs> get bored. Well, yes. they, yeah. The, the, we, whenever we bring on stars like we have today, like, you know, there's a spike up because, you know, he deserves it. They're, so. Because, yes, they've heard our story. Yes, let's yeah. hear Let's hear from others. And today, I am super excited because if there's anybody that I have um, seen prove the run a team remotely model, it is John Glutch with Platinum Living Realty. Let's bring him on the air. John Glutch, welcome Woo! to the show. Hey. Let me see. Mauricio, hey. is he with us? What direction is he? Is he this way? There you are. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. How are you? So let Can me you tell everybody about what how good John is. So, uh, John, who I got a few a few stats for you, John, and, and group, feel right? free yeah. to fill in any of the blanks. But he basically got started in real estate in 2003, and he joined or he he started the Glutch Group in 2015. And so, five years in, last year they've got three agents, about a dozen admin, and last year they sold 190 houses for 80 million. In the Metro Phoenix Marketplace. Yeah. Golf club. I mean, Golf club. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. Spectacular. And the, the true whole, leader in the industry. And in 2016, he moved to San Diego and he lives on Coronado Island. Even And he's selling all of that business. Kind of like a nanny, nanny, nanny. I can do it from over here. <laughs> 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 to compliment him, though, because like, isn't that what everybody wants to do? So that's why I'm so excited to hear from him today because... You know, yeah, I, teach us. Yeah, please <laughs> embark. Tell us, tell us your ways. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, guys. It's awesome, and uh, just so thankful for my amazing team. Obviously, uh, literally, without them, I could not do it. it could be hard to sell houses uh, in Arizona, not living there. So, <laughs> have a great team. Very thankful for them, and uh, it's been a fun ride. I, but I mean, I think. Sorry, I have a lot of opinions, but I think it was your you know, epic rise and present, like how strong, like, cause to me, there's kind of a part in growing a team where you got to kind of punch it through to rise above. And then when you get it up, then you, you know, you, it becomes a little easier to maintain only because like signs in the ground, that kind of thing, web presence, all that, once it's built, you, yeah. you kind of, you get some staying power. So 
Um, I thought that your, you know, obviously amazing good looks and brilliant smile <laughs> and, and your strength that you came on was, was, was brilliant. So tell us yeah. about it. Uh, thanks. I mean, it, you know, like the, the formula, it's, it's easy to say it, make it sound simple looking backward, but the, so it obviously isn't quite this simple, but when I think about what it was that allowed us to have success quickly, I think it was three things really I'll add a fourth bonus one. The fourth is that I built a company and it failed in the real estate investing days with the real estate market. I bought all these rental houses that all failed at a short sale, all these homes uh, didn't go bankrupt, but got, but got close. And there's something about failing early that helps you humble you and helps yeah. you uh, appreciate things in a different way. So that I think was really valuable. But I think the part that really helped us grow when I kind of restarted was one, I had good coaching. I was a part of Craig Proctor's coaching program and that was super, super helpful. It's, I don't know how you do this without a coach. Uh, two was we, um, we really early caught on to the idea of branding online. So very early I started getting reviews and developing my online reputation. And I was one of the first people to really do that well. And that helped us grow very quickly. And then third was team. I hired from the very beginning, like amazing people, people who were so helpful and so good and just a team players that helped me scale it so much faster than I ever could have. So, you know, some luck in there, great team and some great coaching, I, I think really were the keys to growing as quickly as we did. I love that you said branding online. Yeah. That is, I mean, one of your Yelp profile, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you do a ton of research in other, in different marketplaces on how other top guys do it. Do you see, do you go out to other people's Yelp profiles and be like, well, there's one that's better than mine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, early on we did now, once you kind of figure it out, you, you know what the animal is, although they changed the game on you. Yeah. yeah Yelp is a, it's great, but it, it gives and it takes. It's a, it was probably a year ago where 50 or so of our five-star reviews disappeared. And, uh -huh. you know, I'm, I'm like wetting my pants, like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You know? So, uh, and they just changed the game when they want to change the game. It's their, it's their platform, not mine. So you have to be careful about it. But yeah, from the very beginning, I, I started looking around early on when no one was really doing this to, in other markets that were ahead of us and found people who were doing a good job and copied them. Uh, and then, you know, eventually you sort of figure it out. But, uh, yeah, but but, I mean, but it, to me, it's I think it's understated how I mean because we struggled with the Yelp profiles and why we went away from it to meaning to give him credit because he just stuck to it and therefore yeah. now I think you know it's it helped your market presence because um, it's hard to get 150 five star reviews on Yelp and yeah. you got 153 or 100 more than that something yeah. like that. We have 400. Uh, Yelp decides to show 150 of them. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so then you're with me, right? Yeah, no, it's yeah. Uh, because as we were sending Yelp reviews, we're like, wait a minute, it's hard enough to get somebody to review you once, let alone twice or three times yeah. on different websites. Like, and if they're filtering them out, it's just disheartening. Yeah, it is. It totally is. Yeah, it's a. It, you know, it's you just got to pick. I think for me, it was a focus early on, and so I chose to just stick at it and be good. And I was early. I mean. It Did you do advertising hard. on Yelp as well with that? Yeah. Do you yeah, back and forth. And I, you know, I go back and forth on whether it works or not. It's very difficult to measure when you're in my position where we're number one in most markets. How much does the advertising really matter? It's very hard to tell. Uh, and we're pretty good at tracking and we still don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, do I have. Do you track it in your CRM? I mean, we're, we're trying to now, but I'm just curious. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I could tell you, I can tell you how many people on Yelp clicked on my profile, how many looked at pictures, how many pushed, you know, get directions. We've got all that and we track oh. it every week. 
I was more of when you're one of your three agents is going out on a listing appointment or a buyer appointment is the first question they ask, you know, what was the biggest thing that led you to coming to us? Did you ask a question like that to record that as well, or just the stats from Yelp? Right. When people call our, so our entire, our people who answer the phones for us, they always find out right away where the lead came from. So we ask one of the first things we ask. And then of course, in, you know, if they're emailing or messaging us, we can tell right away. We also have phone numbers that track on all of our different lead platforms. It's different phone numbers so that we know if they call from Facebook or whatever, we know that's where they called us from. So that helps too. All right. So just coming from uh, the real world side of this, right? We've got, you got a phone call that comes through your Facebook number. They mention your Yelp reviews and say that your their their friend referred you. How do you track <laughs> who, who gets credit? Yeah. That's so hard to say. It's, we don't normally get that nuance. Typically, people just say, give one answer, and that answer typically is the number they called, like right. the the most recent thing they interacted with, and that's the one that we give the credit to. Yeah, it's hard because we get a lot of credit. We give a lot of credit to our website because that's the phone number that people call. And then when you get there and you realize that you're either three doors down of the house you just sold or they say, oh, and I happen to know so-and-so who is, you know, a past client or or whatnot. That that piece of the tracking, I think, in our industry is as much as we want. I'm a high C. I like things to be correct, accurate, (laughs) compliant, like you know, but there's a rule of eight that goes into it. And as long as we're 80% accurate, then that's good enough for a lot of the marketing metrics that we use. Right. Yep. And so with your comments about Yelp being, um, you know, on and off and whatnot, is that going to be a cornerstone of your growth of, cause you, you guys just started the Glutch Group San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. I know it won't be, uh, it's, it's, it would be so hard to catch the guys who are ahead of me here. Uh, so no, the, the main part, like all the deals we've done here, here so far have been repeat or have been, um, sphere of influence deals. Right. So like people from my church, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that, and that really is everything we bring in from Yelp. We try to consider kind of bonus. And then we, our goal with those folks is to, to turn them into raving fans of ours. And so all the stuff that we're doing in the glutch group, I'm replicating here in terms of repeat and referral business. So all the branding, so we'll be heavy online. I mean, we'll start branding right away. We'll create, we create Yelp profiles, all that stuff, but the goal, that will mostly be for reputation management. Meaning if someone Googles us, we look great. So that's the goal. So then pushing them more towards Google first than doing Yelp. Yeah. Yeah, here you have a tremendous amount of Google reviews as well. I mean, we we've yeah. seen it's we seem to have gone more towards Zillow out of the gate for obvious reasons, and yeah. we've done some go- we've we've pushed people to Google, but we we don't. I think you have more Google reviews than we do. So yeah, I think eighty was the last number I saw. I saw seventy yeah. realtor.com reviews. I mean, it's always interesting, right? Because everybody, I think, team lead team leaders have to pick some, pick the top three, like where are you the top yeah, where three? Do you, want to go? you want people to leave you reviews. Yeah. And it's interesting just to see where yours are being, it, it appears that it's Yelp, realtor.com and, and Google. Yeah. And it, it's so much strategy it, for everyone. It's going to be different. Uh, the reason we're starting with Google here is because we don't have a lot of home sales to look good on Zillow. You have to have a lot of home sales. So whereas with Google, you can look good without any home sales. So uh, because we have a, a good reputation already. Yeah. It's easier for that. So it really depends on the position the agents are in, you know, where they how are. About, how about yeah. Facebook? Do you use the, the reviews in there with the same strategy no. because of Google? We don't we don't do anything on Facebook. They they not because it's I've evaluated it and decided it's a bad idea. It's just we haven't 
that just hasn't been a focus. So it could yeah. be, it's really smart. I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but no, I know. just meant because the point was you don't have to have a lot of sales to have Facebook yeah, reviews, right. you know I mean? Same yeah. as theory. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. So you kind of got to pick like your strength, you know, and, um, and what you have time for is only so much time in a day, you know, but this works for me because I get to spend a lot of time on it. And we have a lot of people who know, like, and trust us. That's it, difficult to do if you're just, uh-huh. start, you know, and but so, having a big three, though, Yelp, Google, and Realer.com is a fabulous strategy, though, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so. It's working great. And then yeah, uh, Google is its own animal, too. They're, they're, there's a lot of nuance to that. It's different than Yelp, but there, there really are a bunch of little needles and, and levers you can pull to get good at showing up on Google. And we are just at the front end of tackling that beast. I think I got a lot of work to do there still. We had a lot of reviews, but it's more than just reviews. It's not like Yelp where reviews is all that matters. Right. Yeah. It's led by the reviewer. Google wants content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that, as you know, is no, that takes so much time. Oh, it's an investment. It's been, we had, uh, we started with what we call phase one in 2012 and we're, uh, you know, getting to phase three now. And it's just been a monster to, to penetrate just because the mass amount of real estate information out there to have a presence, you really got to push it. Yeah. Yeah. And when with content that you put out, if you have a strategy to go through areas and it takes you six months to get through an area and then you move on to a separate area and it takes six months to get through that area and then you go on to a separate area, you got to make sure that the, that what you're creating is as timeless as possible. Yeah, or it's future proof as possible, and you don't want to get into the years, or you don't want to get into this, this, these sales numbers because next thing you know, you're you're you know twelve months down the road, and the the stuff is all outdated, and you got to go back and redo it before you even got to covering the entire area of what you're trying to cover. Well, yeah, yeah especially or even like house prices, right? Because who knows what the house prices are going to be like? Because you say starting at this or starting at that or capped at that, yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you mentioned you mentioned uh, sphere of influence and having trust with the people that you know. I know that you have uh, two children, right? Ages four and six. Yeah. And so, yeah. do you do um, like community sponsored events to help meet new people to help build your sphere, or how do you how do you tackle that business? Yeah. So I, I'm a big like proponent of focus. So for us, I came from an organization called Young Life. I grew all through high school and in college, I was involved with Young Life. It's a youth ministry, Christian organization for young people. And I had a lot of uh, momentum there. I knew a lot of people. And so we, rather than focus on a specific community, like we're going to sponsor Arcadia baseball or whatever, we've chosen to really focus on that niche of people, Young Life folks. And so we sponsor a lot of their fundraising activities, golf tournaments, bike races, that kind of stuff. So we're kind of the realtor, in, although there are many realtors associated with Young Life, like probably hundreds, hundreds uh, yeah. there aren't many whose names are on more shirts than ours because we've really chosen to dive deep into all You're those all relationships. Yeah, because yeah. I love it. For me, it's like, I'm going to give money to them anyways. So why not sponsor <laughs> their event? Why not let the company pay for it? <laughs> yeah, yeah not, you know, sponsor their event. And they're my kind of people. Like they, yeah. I've, I've earned my trust there. I spent 10 years volunteering for them. That they know me, and so uh, the fact that I I kind of uh, you know sewed into that organization for so long, it makes it easier to really ramp up. Plus, all my agents are involved with Young Life, so for me, I just picked that lane rather than a neighborhood lane. I picked that lane, which you know oh, I love 
edge. I mean, that's beautiful. I, yeah. I didn't know that about you. And uh, you love know, the focus, the that. focus of that. Yeah, no, because yeah. we it's funny because we were we were niched in Greyhawk for a while, but the space became too competitive because I can't say and I listen to a lot of podcasts. Anyone talk about that. And congratulations for seeing the what we'll call white space opportunity. Yeah. Right? So well done. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think people, it's just finding something you, you, you know, that you really believe in already, uh, rather than trying to go to invent something new. You know, for me, it's, that's worked out pretty well. Yes. Well, we teach people because about farming, they always like, well, I want to farm over there. And I'm like, that doesn't work. And but it goes exactly what you, your principal you over there. Right. And your friends are yeah. over there, but then you want to go the opposite direction for your farm. Yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, well, like, to, to make it practical, like, for example, my uh, church that now in San Diego, I've been here three years, right? So I'm, I'm newer here. So uh, that but that's still my focus, because that's, that's what I believe my my wife goes to their school of ministry, we're there several times a week. Um, we're volunteering, we're giving, you know, that's my, my zone. And so I think it's just picking again, what you and we've already gotten, I think we did I don't know, millions of dollars worth of business there last year. And I've only, I'm new here. I don't even have a license, you know? So it's, but people trust me because I'm, I'm earning the trust, right? I'm there. Yeah, no, it's actually almost better because you're not right. Like yeah, you're cement yeah. in these relationships, because I think that sometimes in real estate, people can lead too much with it. Right. And then it's, they feel like they're creating distrustful relationships because you're only doing it to be a, you're, you know, like when you hear, I tick, I pick on like groups where you go there that you meet in that group just to get business from the other people there. Networking groups. Networking groups, right? Like where that, this is clearly more, uh, it's it's way deeper, way deeper than that. We did a networking group, a real popular one. And I did not like it at all because it was so, there was so much pressure to refer people to the other people in the group who weren't always great. Like, I don't want to, I just didn't want to trust our clients to people who weren't going to do a good job. Um, experience, yeah. It was just, I didn't like it at all. We, we quit real quick on that. Whereas this is more of a, you know, I just think it's the way the world works, like reaping and sowing, right? It's like, if you're going to pour your heart and life and soul into an organization or a group of people or whatever, there's just benefit to that. You know, it's going to come back to you. So for me, it's just a more, much more natural congruent way of, of doing business. I love it. All right. I want to, um, can we talk a little bit about what uh, good coaching, which is what you mentioned as well? Yeah. So yeah. you were, you were in Buffini coaching, you were in Proctor coaching. Mm-hmm. Actually, you, you still are a speaker, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, I mean, I love coaching. What I, Buffini was the tip of the iceberg for me. I didn't even know coaching existed until I found Brian Buffini. And I mean, that guy turned me on to Zig Ziglar and Darren Hardy and all these other people who have now just changed my life. Jim Rohn. Like I didn't know about any of that world at all. So to find the personal development world for me was just this like treasure trove. It was awesome. So I love Brian Buffini. I love the simplicity of it. I mean, he's a, he's a master presenter. He's a great guy. Uh, Craig Proctor was for me a huge, you know, huge win because his system was much more advanced than Brian's and it really yeah. worked for me really well. It's more real estate specific than, I mean, Brian's is more sales specific. Is that fair? I don't yeah, know. It's like, you know, it's just simple. It's, it's how to get more business, but it's not a full business system. Whereas Craig's is a full business system. I mean, he teaches you how to run a business, everything, uh, buyer presentation, seller presentation, everything you could possibly imagine, you know? So, and then we took, we don't do it exactly. Like we took a lot of what he taught us and then made it our own, but it was, changed my life. I mean, he's, I owe him a lot of my success. He's been fantastic. So, and now just, I just enjoy speaking and have 
a unique position selling all these houses from California. So that's interesting to people. And so I've got the opportunity to share that on stage. And I do a weekly little video to, that I shoot out to agents, uh, just a five minute video on little tips and stuff. I love kind of sharing the things we've learned along the way. and Hopefully it benefits other people. Awesome. Yeah. I think that um, the Proctor uh, tagline of, well, if we don't sell your house, we'll, what, mm-hmm. if, your home sold guaranteed or we'll buy it. Yeah, that's yes, or we'll buy it. That yeah. seems to be the the um, thing that sticks in most people, whether they stick with the coaching or not. That tagline obviously works. Yeah, and it works. It works depending on the market. Right now, nobody's worried about their house selling. Right. Right. So true. That, that addresses a fear that doesn't exist right now. So a better what we're switching to in this market is your home sold at 100 of asking price, or we'll pay you the difference. So, but just the idea of having a guarantee and a unique selling proposition, most agents don't have that. You know, Craig taught me how to copyright, how to make offers, how to make call to actions. I mean, just fundamental marketing principles that no one else was teaching me, you know. Awesome. Love it. And so you were with him for years or a year? Yeah, uh, three, four years. And the only reason I stopped was because I, I, it was in a season where I couldn't travel. And so going to the conferences was impractical. And so I just... but. You know, I still love that organization. I'm sure I'll be involved with them in the future too. So then, do you provide? So then, you obviously, I don't want to say obviously because I don't know. Do you coach your individual three agents like on a weekly basis? Is that 15 minutes? Is it a half hour? Is it an hour? Or is it once a month? Right. Yeah. I mean, the the guys we have now are such. They're just pros. I mean, they and so that, there's not a ton of coaching left to do with them. We have grown slowly at the Glutch Group because, I mean, relatively. We didn't bring people on at a split. Every agent we had, we paid a salary to. And all the business was provided to them by marketing that I've done. Now they've gotten a little better at generating their own business. And so they're, they're re- generating their own repeat and referral business. Uh, and do you have a different split for that for them? Or Yeah. Yeah. So if they get their own business, they get their own. It's a different split for that. You know, they, that's obviously them bringing value to the team in a new way. Uh, what we just now, uh, in fact, today, I'm going to announce the uh, and start marketing that we're growing our team a more traditional way now where we're bringing on people out of split. So uh, like a more traditional team has done. So we, we've never done that. And we're just... Yeah. No, I was interesting because one of my thoughts originally just watching you grow, because I, I don't know if you knew this about me, but I... Uh, Love no, I just love team structure. I love the different models with the salary based. What I heard on the Daily Dose was just so different, and I just wondered if that you know, I mean, because Redfin has a model like that, not not a lot like that, but just similar where they're employees, employees, yeah. But just I just wondered if there was going to be a cap to the growth. Do you think that that was part of you know, why, so why is why? he going yeah, from yeah, employee yeah. model to go. Perfect. independent contractor model? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, yes, there, there, I mean, you can only go so fast that way because you have to generate all the business for that to work. Whereas if you've got a employee split model, then, um, you're going to grow a lot faster. No, no question about it. Yeah. Dun, 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 uh, dun. The employee model. Yeah. I mean, I, it was, it's great, but there's a reason not everybody does it. And, uh, I would say, is it workers' comp or is it unemployment? Well, they're not technically employees. They're they're uh, they're independent contractors. Is the Joanne Calloway model? Are you familiar with that one? Which one? Joanne Calloway's model? Yeah, I think I think there's some similarities there. From okay. what I know. yeah, where everybody gets a piece of the pie when it closes yeah. or whatever. Yep, okay. yep, absolutely. So everybody on our team gets a profit share. That's everybody. Admin, the whole the whole gang. So 
uh, yeah. So, but I think what I'm learning is, and there's different stages, right? Different evolutions of you as a leader too. Part of what I'm wanting to do now is more just benefit, you know, more people, just be a part of helping encourage and helping other people grow in a new way, which we haven't been able to do with our current model. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. So I want to talk lastly. I mean, I love that you kind of set up our, our agenda today. Yeah, thank and you that is that. the reasons why you are successful. And the last one is the team is the hired, the, the people that you've hired. Mm -hmm. And we even get, we get asked this question by team members. We get asked this question by other teams that we talk to. And that is how do you find, you said that you hired amazing people. Yeah. Did, how many non-amazing people did you have to go through before you found the amazing people or <laughs> What's your filter process? Well, if you want to see it, uh, if you just go to my Facebook, we're about to post our next um, recruiting link. So it, you can just literally go through it. I think you'd love it. It works incredibly well. And here's the process. I'll walk you through it. Darren Hardy taught me that. You know who Darren Hardy is? He's a compound effect. All yes. day long. Yeah. I've listened to his CDs about a little over a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I stopped four years ago, but I mean, I was obsessed with it in my car. Go ahead. Yes. He is a good friend and mentor, and he he taught me this process. And the way it works is uh, you post a single, simple page on what you're looking for. So this could be administrator. In, the, in my case, I'm recruiting agents right now. So agents. And it's just got the uh, a, a video of me explaining what we're looking for. You know, like here's the kind of person we're looking for. And it's really about the heart of what we do. There's some of the skills, of course, like you're recruiting whatever you're recruiting. If someone's going to be an admin, they need to know how to be an admin. But right. it's more about here's who we are and what we believe. That's really the content of that video. And then the next step is if they're interested, they have to click apply. We do this on Indeed, all the different hiring platforms. The way those platforms work is people can just click apply and then it'll automatically send their resume to whatever employer is recruiting. We don't want that. Like I'm not interested in someone being able to apply for this job by clicking a button. Like that's way too easy, right? So they click apply now. What happens then is they get taken to a survey monkey that they fill out with some basic information, you know, name, information, Facebook profile, whatever. And then they answer a few questions about different skill sets they have and all that. And that's it. It takes five minutes. Super simple. The next step is where we really filter people out. And the next step is they, we ask them to send us a video, a three minute video of why they're awesome. So they need to click a film, a video of themselves and then put it on a video sharing platform. So we're so really you're attracting young people then only because it seems like the younger audience is more, you know, with the uh, Instagram and all that. It's, yeah. There's no discrimination. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Three, three minute video. Go ahead. Yeah, the goal is not necessarily to filter out a certain age, but it is to filter out. If you can't figure out how to film a video of yourself and put it on YouTube, you're probably not going to be a great fit for our team. That has nothing to do with age, has everything to do with the way we roll, you know, like with the, the world we live in. So we're a virtual team. I don't even live in Arizona. Like that's going to be a problem for you if you can't figure out how to work the video on your phone. You know what what's I'm saying? The, what's the question for them? Why they what? Would Why you're awesome. Why they're yeah. awesome. Why they're yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, we're, and we're specific about how they should do it. So don't send me a video attachment, put it on a video sharing site and send me the link. And you'll be shocked at how many people cannot follow simple instructions. And we don't even, that's, it's a non-start. Yeah. If you, if you can't, especially if it's an admin job, right. You're our administrator and you can't figure out like instructions, basic instructions, that's not going to work. You know, we're going to have problems. So, uh, and then they send these videos in. And so that will filter down 
you know, out of however many people, I don't know what the percentages are, but by the, by the time they get a video sent to you now, it solves so many problems, but in, you're going to see right away, is there a rapport? Is there a connection? Is this person presentable? And so now you've just done so much work for you without having to spend a single minute of time. You know? Yeah. So do you have a strong enough presence that you don't have to advertise that or do you have a budget and then you promote it? We budget it. So we put all of our social media channels, of course, and we'll run paid ads on social media to all of our custom audience our people who know, like, and trust us. We email our vendors, our whole database, everybody gets emailed. And then we run ads on Indeed. I like it. Yeah. And that way, you know, we want to cast the funnel as wide as we can. Uh, but the other part of it is I say, we before they send the video, I say, hey, here's a bunch of links of interviews I've done, talks I've done. And what we're wanting to them to do is to, to learn more about us before they bother applying. So if you can't watch 30 minutes worth of videos of me speaking at events and stuff and have something to say about that, then... Yeah. then oh, no, I, I laugh at... Um, I guess our flawed interview process after hearing that where, <laughs> because, no, no, no. because they're just early. We're Cause when they come in and you're like, well, you know, have you been online? Have you, you know, like, no, no. Yeah, no. Um, like, you didn't Google us at all. Like you didn't watch, <laughs> have you been to seabock.com? What do you mean? Right. right. <laughs> Right. What's that? Who's Seabach? Who's Never heard of him. Yeah. No, but, but it is about culture because I think you yeah. have, a, it appears to me again that you have very strong culture. Yeah. Um, and I think that you're just trying to prepare them to see if they fit to that. Am I wrong? That's totally it. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, it's, well, this is a, our team. You know, I mean, we're with these people every day. The most important thing is that we all jive, that we're all, you know, on the same, we you know we do trips together, we have fun events together. So I, I'd rather grow sl slowly and have make sure we have the right people than, than grow too quickly. And um, people love it. I tell you, even the people who don't get hired at the end, I've had, I, it's probably a half dozen people say, man, like I really appreciated the process that you guys took us through because uh, it's intentional and it's unique. It's not, not like anybody else is doing and it honors people. Like we honor their time. We care about them. They, they honor our time in the process. And there's something inherent in people that, that respects that. And uh, they, they like that we, we had a unique way of doing it. Nice. I like that. I think that's something that, uh, We'll, we'll put into practice around here sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, just go through my funnel and you'll see exactly how it works and just copy it. I mean, it's great. So, so I got, I got, I know I have two other topics. Oh, I, I, got, well, I have one in, I have one inside of that. You have other topics. It. Yeah. So how uh, real estate teams are burdened with attrition and turnover, right? So what if you, what do you do anything specifically only cause you're, what was Where's the three things? Where's the, Team, uh, coaching and amazing people. Yeah. So, um, you know, how is your retention rate or, you know, or, or just speak to that a little bit. Yeah. So really good. We keep people for a long time, but here's the way I started from the very beginning. This is easier said than done, but, uh, I decided early on, I heard that Apple was really great at taking people who want, who come to work at the Apple stores who like want to be a photographer. So they're not going to work at Apple for their whole life. They're on their way somewhere else and they stop into Apple and Apple helps equip them with sales skills, you know, interpersonal skills, you know, conflict management skills. And that helps them achieve their dream of being like a photographer. And I decided early on, I wanted that to be the way we ran our team is that if people, if I was just a stopping place for the next thing they were going to do them to achieve their dreams, that I was going to be okay with that. In fact, I was going to be excited about it. And so I just decided that early on. And so 
We've had people leave for, uh, you know, uh, that were, in fact, one person leave who, and he helped another real estate team to develop their business. So it took all the stuff that we did together. Isn't that great? Now on a, yeah, right. So it, that happens and you're, it's a little internally, you're like, oh, there's a little bit of you that, you know, is pain in pain about that. But yeah. here's the thing. We the next guy extra hard. It's actually why we it's actually why we joined our current brokerage so we could still benefit even when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so cool. But I think that I, you know, as I really thought about it, the ne- that role he's at in this next place is really better for him. Like the, what what he was having to do at our team uh, inhibited some of his dreams, and this new team is allowing him to do some things that he couldn't do at our team. And so I was, I'm just so, I honestly am, uh, it, it, this didn't happen overnight, but after some processing, I was like excited that he, that I was able to be a part of that dream getting achieved. And so I look at it a little differently. Uh, that's not to say there aren't time, there, I've had some people leave who it was just plain painful and it was. Yeah. Well, me, it's more of that you're at stage yeah. three, you're at stage three of the team leader where now you're like, it's going to happen. Learn. Yeah. It and then actually appreciate it that you know, like it's just part of the process. Sorry for cutting you off there. Well, it's true. And if and the and I the better I do it, you know, a couple of things. One is I want everybody on my team to know that because I don't want to be the last one to know someone's leaving. Like I want to be the first one to know someone's thinking about leaving. And so if I create an environment where people feel comfortable coming to me and saying, uh, one of my team members said they were having a really hard time. Uh, they had some things in their life they were trying to accomplish where coming into the office every day wasn't gonna work for them, and they were like man, having a really hard time. And this person, I didn't care at all if they worked from home two days a week and it changed their life. It was like a no brainer. So I'm just so glad that we created an environment, a culture where people feel comfortable coming to me instead of just quitting, you know? Right. Uh, and that's not to say it always happens perfectly. I'm not trying to paint some rosy picture, but the more you can be you know, open and honest about that, the better. And we have really good retention. I mean, we, we keep, you know, we've, some of our folks have been around for years, five years, one of them who we just celebrated this year. And that guy is amazing. I mean, I, I hope he never leaves. Um, my goal isn't for our job to be the last, this job to be the last job they have, but it is my goal that it would be the best job they ever have. That if they leave, they'll, and I've had this happen. They call me a year later and they're like, Hey, what you're doing is awesome, man. Like, thank you for the way you helped me get from where I was to where I wanted to be. And it's one of the best jobs I've ever had. That's always the goal. Now, if they stay around a long time, awesome. Uh, you know, of course, that's wonderful, but it's not necessarily my goal. No, I was well. Nice. I, I like that you embrace it and and the way that you presented it, and I I, I firmly believe that that's uh, just the best way to go about it. So well, yeah, done. yeah, and like I I love the idea. I've shared the idea with the fact that um, it's a stepping stone. Yeah. And we don't know, like we're all on a path, right? And there's stepping stones that you're on for some periods of time that are longer than shorter than others. But the goal of that stone is to get better when you yeah. get to the next stone. Yeah. Totally. That's people that are on our team, that's people that work with us. That's right. In your world are the stones rounded because from the water on just <laughs> yeah, they're flat. <laughs> oh, they're, okay. they're flat. They're yeah, they're <laughs> round flat. But um, so I want to talk, I just want to get to uh the consumer side of this podcast. And I know that we've talked about it and you have people that know, love and trust you, know, like, and trust you, whichever phrase it is. I can't remember my apologies, but what are you doing with your team, with your clients where it's improving the skill set of the agent that's working with them, where you're trying to bring a better baseball player onto the field rather than just sell better concessions in the stands. Like, yeah, you, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I think the the, the industry has really shifted to I am hiring now, especially agents. I'm hiring people for their uh, emotional intelligence, 
their EQ rather than almost anything else, because our role so much is that of a counselor, uh, almost above everything else, right? I can teach someone how to negotiate, how to write contracts, all that other stuff. But you have to walk people through very difficult yeah. circumstances, especially when you do a lot of business with strangers, like we do half of our business from people we never met. And some of those people are very difficult to work with. And it's not their fault. Like nobody woke up this morning trying to be a jerk, you know, like they may actually be a jerk. But they are- <laughs> <laughs> you get those people too. That's yeah, awesome. like, Thank you. Not, yeah. not, nobody wants to be a jerk. And so honor, we have three core values, honor, hope, and excellence. Our, the, the honor one is the one that I'm hiring for in this respect, which is, can you treat people really well when they treat you crappy? Like nobody, mm-hmm. the, the, the principle is nobody controls my honor, but me. So the fact that you treat me really terribly today does not mean I have an excuse to treat you poorly. Like that doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Nothing you do is going to control how much I honor you, how much I respect you. And people talk about, it's easy to honor people when they, like you guys are very honorable people. You're honoring me. It's easy for me to say, oh, you guys are great. Honor really only shows up like all core values when it costs you something. That's when you know you honor someone. When they treat you crappy, you know whether you honor them because how do you respond when they treat you poorly? And so for me, that the, Yes, we teach the skills, right? All the skills of being a good realtor, but that stuff's easy. What's way more important to me is when people leave our team, they, they buy a house, they sell a house, or they just go to some other realtor that they felt like they got honored. That's the most important thing because that's yeah. honoring the dignity and the integrity and the, and the you know, God-given spirit we all have. If, if they can walk away a little closer to knowing that they matter as people and that we will care about them no matter how they treat us, then we won. You know, to me, that's that's the 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 most important part of of what we do is that people feel like they were important and they mattered when they leave our ecosphere. That's the goal. Yeah, I love it because because the pairing statement that we say that's similar to that is I tell my I told my wife if I only worked with the people that I like, we would only do one fifth the amount of business. Except <laughs> he takes it another step <laughs> further because he's like, you have to then not just help them, but you have to do it with honor. And that was beautiful. Yeah. With kindness. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it is hard when you're, you know, I was at a listening appointment earlier this morning and I was like, this is going to be awesome. Right. Like you're thinking like I, I have to No, but it's hard to hold that quality of experience in the face of adversity. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations for you for conquering that. And I'm not saying, uh, I, I'm always very clear with my team. I remind them of this often. It is never okay to be disrespectful to someone on my team. We will not tolerate that under any circumstance. If you're going to curse at my team, if you're going to, like, I'm a papa bear to the, like, if, if you're going to be, if you're going to be disrespectful, that's not going to work. And we have a hard conversation. And if it doesn't change, we move on, you know? Nice. Yep. Uh, but that, that's rare. I mean, that's one in a hundred, maybe. More often than not, it's someone had a bad day yep. or a bad year, and <laughs> our to help them walk a tough life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, it, you know, for us, for me, that's a huge part of how we get better as agents uh, is is just learning how to walk with people through hard stuff, you know, and through your offer didn't get accepted, and you know, all the all the various things that we have to do as agents. Uh, to me, that's so critical, and it's a big part of who we are. So with the other one that you mentioned of excellence, yeah, what do you do to help your agents achieve it? So for me, so much of excellence is about creating systems to compensate for our weaknesses as people. So for example... Whoa, 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 whoa. Those are a lot of big words in a row. I want you to say that again. Yeah, slow, slow it down, please. Say, say it again. 
All right. So for me, excellence is, is, is compensating for our weaknesses as people. So systems. Yep. Creating systems to compensate for our weaknesses as people. So I want to be a good dad and I want to spend time playing with my kids. I think I I don't, I I will naturally default to watching Netflix and ignoring them. Right. Cause I'm a a terrible person. Right. So you're human. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and you're a guy and it just feels great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the only one apparently. So what I do is I measure time I spend with my kids, which sounds totally crazy, but I like, you know, it's like how much time did I spend intentionally playing with my kids today? So that's an example of a system that compensates for my weakness as a person. We do that with our agents too. So, uh, we have checklists for everything. We're just crazy about checklists. Like every offer. Are you like a checklist manifesto guy? Or? Yeah. 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 Like that guy, right? You could be a surgeon who's the best in the world, but without a checklist, you might mess something up and that's a big deal. And so for us, we take all the accumulated wisdom that we've generated as agents and we put it into checklists and I'm crazy about it. Every time something new happens that we learn, we have a new lesson we experience. You know, like an example is we have this uh, tool called the experience transformer. We got that from strategic coach. Every time we have an offer that goes really well, it goes really poorly. We review it. What went well, what went poorly. So these are the, this is experience transformer. What worked? Like we just had a big event, team event. We did it for that. Surveyed everyone on the team, 450 people at this big barbecue. What went great? What didn't go so great? What could we change to make it better next time? That simple, right? Answer that, you know, three points on each one. We do that when we miss out on an offer. We do that when we have, we beat 10 other offers. Like, and, and you do that enough times and you start to realize there's a formula for how to make these things work. And so that, that and as long as people follow the system, now, you know, we get, if, if you're up against us on a multiple offer situation, you're probably not going to win. <laughs> and that's not because necessarily we're the best. It's because we've decided that over time, we're going to put all these things into a checklist and make sure that we don't miss anything next time. So do the EQ, I'm thinking this profile, follow the checklist well? The, the yeah. EQ. So you can find... You know, all like for example, disc. Are you saying does every personality follow the? Well, because the, the EQ. I mean, when you're looking to hire people with high the that emotional expertise, yeah. it's hard to get them to fo- like. Phil is a straight line guy, and I'm more the on the EQ side. Yeah. And I, sometimes I can't follow a checklist. Mauricio, yeah. not a checklist guy, right? Like, but yeah. really good Don't at the emotional. No, yeah. but. Really good at the emotional, right? Like he yeah. could, like yeah. you could, you could yell at him, and he's still gonna be, he's still gonna be good to you. Like it does, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so again, it's the same thing. Create a system to compensate for the human weakness. So what we do is we have this might sound crazy, but it's true. We have uh, overseas employees. We have uh, several people in the Philippines and several in India, and and one of their jobs is to make sure that people in the U.S. are following the checklist. So he, <laughs> he's, he's on the back end. Like being the guy who goes, Hey, you didn't get that task done. Hey, that due date is falling behind. Like he's the, he's the cop, you know, yeah. behind the system. So you have to have a system that's that transparent, which we do. We use a program called Asana, A-S-A-N-A. It's our digital task management system and it's got full transparency. And these, so all the people on our team have assistants overseas. And they're, one of their assistants' jobs is to make sure they follow the checklist. You know, I'm not saying it's perfect all the time. Don't get me wrong. It's easy to say all this and make it sound like we never screw up. There's, we do. And some of our agents 
Don't if tell you guys, that. John, don't tell us that. we work in real estate as well. You know, yeah, right? yeah. And nothing in real estate is perfect all right. the time. Yeah, I'm giving you the ideal, but yes, we do it a lot. I mean, most of the time, that's how it's going. So, yep. yeah. Um, so I don't know, Jeff. I know that we're, we're as we're wrapping up here uh -huh. on time. There was a story that Jeff wanted to tell, and it was about losing uh -oh. a listing. Oh, I was thought you were going to ask John him where Clutch. his barbecue was. Four fifty people at the barbecue. Well, Cormac like, Park. I already know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, good deal. Time. So, John. So there is a point in our life that we we crossed, and it oh, was good. actually one of the momentous points ever. But I don't know that you for the Seabock team for the Seabock team. Yeah. So we were competing against you, and you won. So congratulations, great job. <laughs> but the weird thing is, as you said, that you learn more from losses. We lost, but we um because. <laughs> I yelled at Jeff at the listing appointment at the guy's kitchen table. And I think that might've been why we lost. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Phil turns to me as I'm trying, as I'm going through the presentation and it's a, you know, three fifty house in South Scottsdale and it's us against you. And he's like, that's it. And I'm like, the guy is like right there. He's talking to me as if we were like, so this was the time in our pricing strategy when we would give the owner of the house, the price that, the house was going to sell for. Uh -huh. And not. I thought it was a, you know, this brilliant idea that I would tell people what they were really going to net and that they were going to be happy with it and go with us. And they didn't like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and this gentleman who was sitting at the table when Jeff said, and I think your house is going to sell for 327 or whatever number he gave out. And he goes, well, the other guy told me that they would list it at 360. Uh huh? And I said, that's it. That's the difference. And I'm looking at Jeff and I said, you're telling people what their house is going to sell for. And other agents are telling them what they'll list their house for. And there's always a difference. We're always <laughs> people just can't, you know, well, they don't want to hear right, the so difference. We're going to have to send them a gift because then because of that moment, which occurred of you winning and us losing the next year, we listed more houses. We, we doubled the amount of listings that we got. Yeah. So I mean, better listing agent. So you can, you look at it like, you know, even me, right. If I'm going to sell my car, um, you know, I'm going to probably price it high and see what happens because I don't know. I'm not in a huge hurry to sell my car. It doesn't sell tomorrow, whatever, you know? So we just try to address the, the people where they're at, you know, like some people, they got to sell tomorrow. That's a different strategy. But yeah, I mean, like, at the end of the day, people people want to give stuff a try. They want to see how it goes, especially in this market. So, <laughs> I'm oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, because I mean, uh, have you seen any? I know we got to wrap up, but any yeah. squeeze on the on the listing side as there's less yeah. inventory? Well, I'm out in California where where uh, listing fees are lower, five percent now. The houses are more expensive, so that's part no, of. No, I meant squeeze as in less listings with the oh, loss yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, we're we're having a slower year, no question about it. So, um, what? So it's. You know, you got to be able to pivot, and thankfully, we've built ourselves pretty, pretty lean. We can pivot, but uh, and we've got the title. We're working on title stuff and mortgage, and you know, we're we're working on different angles of the business to try to kind of compensate. But at the end of the day, it's definitely slower, no question. So, awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being thank a guest you. on the show. Yeah, great to see you guys, John. Thank you. That was tremendous. A lot. I mean. Uh, one, two, three. I, I mean, down so, the clock yeah, yeah. Of time. Well, it? he was great. Thank yes. you so much. We yeah. appreciate, appreciate sharing. You bet. Hey, great to see you guys. Thanks for everything. Congrats on your, all your success. You're doing awesome work and glad you're getting to help so many customers. That's awesome. And Absolutely. good deal. And if you're looking to join a team, 
give the Glutch group a call. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Send them a video. Right? Yes. And no. follow the instructions. No. Send them a link. Oh, a link. Upload okay. the video. Oh, okay. <laughs> link to the video. Upload the video. Follow the instructions on his Facebook page. Yeah, go to my, uh, find, me on, find me on Facebook or johnglutch.com and, uh, you know, just kind of, it would love to interact with you, get to know you a little bit. We, I respond to all the Facebook messages and all that stuff. So shoot a message on Facebook and our link will be up soon for our team growth and all that. So I'd love to get to know you. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. Happy Thank Thursday. You, John. Take Appreciate care, John. It.